Starting Daf Yeralef, Be'ezus Hashem. We're up to Daf Yodam and Be'ez, the Eisve, about seven, eight lines up from the bottom. And what we're discussing here was the Machlekes, Rav Yechon and Rav Shakish. We're going to come to ask Akasha on that, and then we're going to get into a couple of other um, world-famous Yuvamas topics. Um, so we were discussing the Machlekes, Rav Shakish, and Rav Yechon was that if someone... If one of the brothers, there's, let's say, a regular case, regular case of Yibam, but there's a bunch of brothers and there's a bunch of wives, that if one of the brothers does Yibam, sorry, does Chalitza to one of the wives, so Rav Yechanan says that they're all Ihu Shlich, that, that she's a Shliach, however that Shlichus works, of all the women, he's a Shliach of all the men, and it's kind of like the Zika rolls up, and it's like they, as far as we're concerned, it's like they're, they all did Chalitza, and therefore they're all going to fall into the category of Kibin Shemle Banu Shibla Yivna, and it's going to be in a sort of lav. We'll see, we'll see a little bit more about that uh, today. Rish Lakish holds that no, it's exclusive, that only the man and woman that did Chalitza are going to have Bisr Lav. Everybody else is going to be Bisr Karis, meaning even the Chalitza, the man who did Chalitza to any of the other women. Is going to be is going to be an israkaris, and even in any of the brothers, even to the chalutza is going to be an israkaris. Okay, so every, that's the machlekes between Rav Yechon and Rav Shakish. So now we're going to ask Akasha Eser Rav Yechon and Rav Shakish. How could you tell me that there's an israkaris after chalitza post chalitza? Someone does chalitza to his yivama, then he he's makadisher, and then he dies. So tzricha chalitzin min ha'achin. So again, she's this woman is refalling to yibam now. Now it was it, we're over on kibun shalei bana shivla yivna. We'll call it a lav. Over over on the lav of of that. So it's but we as we know there there is there isn't a filu yibam b'makam lav. It's only right, and then we would say chalatzes. So, but according to you, bishlam aladidi. So. According to me, says Rabbi Yechanan, Damina Chayve Lavin, Inu Haina Detzricha Chalitza. That's why she needs Chalitza. However, Me'abina Achen, El Lididach, but according to you, Reish Lakish, I might Tzricha Chalitza. Why does she need Chalitza? She's a regular, according to you, it's an Isser, you Reish Lakish, it's an Isser to the brothers, it's an Isser Karis to the brothers. Isser Isser Karis is Pater from Yibam. So, so the Gemara so now is going to come back and challenge even to you, Rabbi Yechanan. What are you talking about? Look at the seifa, the very seifa of this brisa that says that if a uh, if, if the chalutza goes ahead and um, marries, remarries the the person who did who did chalitza, the, the brother who did chalitza to her, that the other brothers need chalitza. If one of the brothers stood up and was makadasher, ain't la alav klum. It's nothing. The kedushin isn't typhus. So how could you tell me you Rav Yechanan? So you're telling you're asking Akasha from the case where the the same the chalutz the person who did chalitza went ahead and remarried her and then passed away and she felt to even to everybody else and then requires chalitza. I'll ask you even in that in the seifa of that case where one of the other brothers gets up that there's nothing there, kedusha is not typhus. Why is kedusha not typhus at all? So Amar Rav Sheisha Seifa son Rabbi Akiva. Okay, so we're going to say that the Seifa is Rabbi Akiva. Damar ain't kedushin toifsim b'chayve lavin. Rabbi Akiva holds that even my chayve lavin kedushin is not toifes. Okay, he says it's an iser. It's an iser. Karis. Just so you know, we didn't mention it back on on Daf Tes because we had a 
other things on Davtes that we were focused on with whiteboards and things like that. But um, this is, we brought this Rabbi Kiva, we're going to have this throughout Yavamas. This is, there, there, this is one of the fundamental Yavamas, Achreinim, Taisus asks on Rabbi Akiva, just because, just because, um, why don't we say Asay is Dechel Asay? It's just a regular Asay. It's not a Lysa Sashiyesh, but it's that you're going to go ahead and say that it totally potters from Yivam in Rabbi Akiva. That is, um, that's Tesis, if you want to see, it's a small Tesis on, on Tesam and Aleph, he'd Shver. But anyway, the way the Gemara takes it as a Pashtos, that Rabbi Akiva holds in Kedushin, right? We know in Kedushin Tesis and Machai Lavin, and therefore, and therefore, um, and therefore the Seifa over here. So even in Rav Yechanan, you want to know why, you know, it's being, being machzer chalutza, so whatever you want to call it, right? Being miyave, uh, marrying your chalutza is a violation on Kivan Shalei Baina Shibla Yivna. And therefore, even if, um, according, to, according to Rav Yechanan, that lav, we'll call it lav, would apply to any of the brothers. So if the brother stands up as Makadashur, that's why the Seifa says that ain't no lav klum, Kedusha is not tefis, because going to cheat this from But it's not a real lav that Kedusha shouldn't be tefis. According to Rabbi Akiva, it would. And some, we'll but see here. Ah, uh, so we have, now we have to understand the ratio. Okay, so first, we have to understand the ratio. So, the listening, so the answer is, is that it switches. That's what we're saying in Rabbi Akiva, that the ratio of the Brisa is going to cheat this Rabbanon, that Chaybe uh, Lavin Kedushin is going to be Typhus, and the Seifa is going to Rabbi Akiva, that's why Kedushin is not Typhus. That's what the Brisa switches. So, which the Gemara says, one second, but listening to the Rabbi Akiva, ain't I love Klum. You want to say it's Rabbi Akiva, then the Brisa should have told you that it was switching. Terbi Akiva. And that's and, and that the Gemara says Kasha. That's Taka Kasha. Okay. So we essentially we have a Brysa over here that was brought, Rabbi brought to ask a question of Rishakish. The Brysa seems to allude both ways. Right? We believe Shver, if you want to say that it's according to according to Yechanan, the Brysa can cut both ways. So now, and that's in fact what's going to happen over here. We're going to learn this Brysa both ways. Ravashi Shimon. Ravina So now, again. The first half of this b'risa seems to support Rav Yechanan. The second half of the b'risa seems, unless you say that it's Rav Akiva, which we don't like, right, because then it should have switched, as Agmar asks. Second half seems to support Rish Lakish. Okay, so what are we, we going to do with it? Rav Ashi Lakish. So he's going to say that the entire b'risa is Rish Lakish. Umitaretz Lakarib Shimon. And remember Rav Shimon, Rav Shimon of the Machlekes, let's quickly step back in the Machlekes, talking about Eishas Achshalei Lamai, right, that we said that there's a Machlekes, what happens if the New brother, right? New brother is born. After, what happens if the new brother is born post, post Yibum? Okay, or post Chalitza in this matter, and then remarriage. So the point is that according to the way we took it, right, based, based on the Tosif Ravashir, the way we understood it was that that if the new brother is born after the husband, Ruvain, passes away, but before the woman does chalitza, or, or before the woman does yibam to Shimon, everybody holds that that's a violation, okay, we're going to discuss, we're going to get into the specifics of this later on, a little later on in the Masechta, the next few days. Um, there's Machlikis, Reb Shimon, and the Rabbanon, what happens if, again, you have Ruvain, Shimon, Ruvain passes away, Shimon does yibam to Ruvain's wife, 
Okay, then Levi is born afterwards. That's a machlekes Reb Shimon. So we're saying Reb Shimon Rabbanon. So the way what we're going to answer over here, Matar Tzal Kareb Shimon. Hachaylitz liyevimtai v'chazer v'kidsha. So if somebody is chaylitz liyevimtai v'chazer v'kidsha, tzricha chalitza mina achen man achen achen hayuludim. We're talking about the newborn baby over here. So in this case, Shimon Shimon goes ahead and does chalitza to Eishes Ruvain, then marries Eishes Ruvain. Okay. And then marries her, so that's in, in Israel. It's uh, uh, it's all, it, and even Rishakish agrees that the chalutz and chalutza, if they were to hook up later, they got married. That's only in Israel, right? It was a question of everybody else. So I, what do you mean? If the achin or Rishakish says the achin is in Israel, Kares, over here, Levi is now born. He's going in Shita Srib Shimon. That really she would fall to Yibum to this to, to, to Levi because Levi wasn't around the first time. Okay, so there is no Isser Karis once they did Chalitza. Rishagash holds Isser Karis for the Sharach, and Levi wasn't around then. This is a legitimate falling Yibam, except for the fact that it, it's coming on a marriage that was a Chayve Lav, which is that um, Shimon, Shimon had already done Chalitza to H.S. Rubain and now remarried her. So that's why, that's the Chayve, that's why you need Chalitza here. And that's how he explained it according to Rish. Now the seifa, like we said, once we know the seifa makes sense according to Reish Shlakish. We never, we don't have a problem with that. Because if one of the noldim, meaning one of the brothers, who here there was, there was another brother that was part of the first nefila uh, yibum. and that brother, uh, he, he wasn't the what person in chalitza. That is an iser karis, and therefore if. That brother were to get up and try to be Makadish or in love Klum because that's Rishakash Shoshitase that holds that um, it's an Isra Karis and we're going to know in Kedushin is, Kedushin is not going to be Taifus by an Isra Karis. According to everyone, even according to Rabbanon, of course. Now, Ravina Sabalak Rabbi Yechon and Matarit Saladiba the Rabbanon. So Ravina is going to go ahead and answer the price in the flip. Okay, we're going to, we can answer this price now according to Rabbi Yechon. Hachelitz Livinto, Vachazar Vakidsha. So if someone does chalitza to the vimtum, tzricha chalitza min achen, man achen, achen hanolden. Okay, so that is Rabbi Yechon and Lishitasa, meaning any of the brothers that were around at the first, at the first um, nefil of the yibum, the fir- any of the brothers, Rabbi Yechon say that, it, again, it rolls up. So when the, the chalitza, when the, when the guy does chalitza, it's representing all the brothers. It's like as if we're going to treat it as if in regards to the isra of kivan shalibana shavla yibna. Um, as if all the brothers did chalitza to all the women. Okay, so it's all only chayve lavin around. So then the ratio makes sense. Hanolden. Kiman krev yechanon. Amar echan men hayuludin. So how are we going to deal with the seifa? Amar echan men hayuludin. V'kidsha ein la alav klum. Kiman kirabbanon. We're going into rabbanon that holds that the, you know why, you know why there's going to be, Kedusha's not going to be typhus? We're talking about the brother who was born after the Kedushan, we're talking about Levi over here, and Rabbi Yechanan is going to agree in Shittis Rabbanon, since that brother is Eishas Ach Shalei so there is no Yibam, it's a regular falls, regular erva of Eishas Ach, okay, and that's why in Kedushan Tyson, with any brother that would be born subsequently to the marriage, according to the Rabbanon, okay, and that is how we're, that's how we're metarits it, and now we're finished with the Sukkah. Again, so we had a Machlekes, we Pretty much. We had a Machlekes, Reish Lakesh, and Rav Yechanan. And now we're going to just re-quote it. Machlekes, Reish Lakesh, and Rav Yechanan. We asked the Kasha for a Brisa. We said that essentially the Brisa, according to Ravina and um, Ravashi, uh, the Brisa can work depending on who... They took sides and they said the Brisa can work either according by, by playing, even though the Brisa seems to be a steer, by, by playing with the 
machlekes Rav Shimon Rabban in regards to Eishes Achshalei Ba'elamai, we can make the price of work like either Shita. Now, Zak de Gemara, Itmar Haba Al Yevama, Uva Echad Mena Achen Al Yeah, Itmar Haba Al Yevama, Uva Echad Mena Achen Al Tsarasa. Okay, so again, person does Yibam. Now, there's, and, and one of the other brothers now is Ba, tries to uh, double up, do Yibam on the Tsara. So we already know this is going to be a Machlekes between Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Shakish. Rabbi Yechon holds it in Chayvei Lavin, and Rabbi Shakish holds it's, it's in Isrkaras, right? That's, that was the Machlekes over here. So Haba, Ayivam, Haba, Echon, Mena, Achon, Al Tsara. So Pligi Bar of Achav Ravina, Chadamar Bakares, Chadamar Basay. Okay, one holds it's in Asay. Now here, here we have to play with Lashonis, right? As far as we've been talking about, we've been talking about it's a chayv elav, kivin shuli banu shuvla yivna. Now Rashi says bayis echad it's asay. It's not a lav, it's an asay. Bayis echad ubayne ve'in bayne beis batim v'lav ba mikal say asay. Tosus says that b'mer rabbi Nathan de Garcia and chadam are belav. So this gets talked about in the mafarshim exactly how we deal with this, right? But the gemara <coughs> seems to definitely call it in the gear so that Rashi has calls it an asay. We've been talking about it. We've been referring to it as, as a lav, okay? Um, but you should just be aware of that. Okay, so the mandamar that holds it's an essay, if you're going with that girsa, that is Rav Yechanan Shita, and Rav Shlakish is the Shita that holds that it's a chayve karis. Okay? Now we're going to move on to, I think it's going to be five. There's going to be five. We're going to talk about different saras over here. Now we've, we, we briefly touched upon the idea of Sarasota, if you recall, the Gemara wanted to know Minyana, Minyana Lemu'ute Mai, we said Lemu'ute de Rav Ravasi. If you remember way back on Gimel Mbeis, we wanted to know why we counted 15 cases. So this is going to be one of the examples here that we were Mamayat from our Mishnah. So Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Rav, Saras Saita Asura. That if there is a woman who is a Saita, so that means that she had an, we'll call it extramarital affair, right? So she is a Saita. She's usher to her husband. What we're going to say is that the tsara of this saita as well is going to be usher. Now, why? Well, first, let's just say asura over here, and both Rashi and Tesis point this out, that it's tsarasa is poiteres afmena chalitza. Now, when we're saying usher here, we're treating this tsara saita like a tsaras erva. Even though saita is also to her husband, it's a lav, yet we're going to treat the tsara saita as if she's a tsaras erva and pater from both yibam and chalitza. And that's, and that's the key point over here. So why? Why do we do that? The Gemara says, Tumak Sibba, because it says, Tuma by a saita, and we're going to treat it like arayas, karayas. So we treat the saita like arayas, okay, even though, even though, it's really, a saita is only in Isra Lav to her husband, meaning if the woman, the, the, the woman who, who, who was uh, unfaithful to her husband, the saita, she's only in Isra Lav to her husband, yet, we're, that's the funny thing here, we're still going to treat her tsara like a tsara's erva. Okay, it's only, even though it's only a lav. Masif, Rav Chista. Why don't we say that since the, she's not shy, since the, since the saita is not shy to be zakhavliyibam, shouldn't count for anybody, and that leaves just the tzara. That is how we're learning the... Because, number one, she really is... It really is a chayv lav. Really, 
Yeah, you're saying no, That's no, but disqualifying it, 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 the seita from yibum. We're disqualifying the seita from yibum, and we're disqualifying her tzara, just like any, just like any. It's going to be the same situation here. Okay. Master Rav Chista, Rav Shimon Aimer, biyasa eichalitzasa meachav shalrishon poiteres tzarasa. So Rav Shimon says, now this is talking about a case where a woman's husband went to Medina Sayam, and they, they came and they said, your husband died. Okay, and then what happens? She goes ahead and she gets remarried. And then her husband comes back, shows up one day. Okay, she got married, one person said, we saw your husband die. Okay, and um, now the husband comes back. She's going to be usher again to Baal and Baal. She's going to usher to both. And we're going to get to this in a second. This is Xavier de Rabbanon, okay? From a derisive standpoint, we treat it like she was an anus, like she was ma'anis. It was as if she was, right, as if somebody raped her. Like, it's not, but Midrabanon, and Midrabanon's going to get on that, Midrabanon's going to discuss that, is Midrabanon, we treat her because we want, we want there to be a deterrent. When she's going to listen to that one aide who says her husband died far away, we want to make sure that she's going to check thoroughly. Okay, and therefore we're telling her that if it doesn't work out the way you think based on that aide, you're going to be in trouble. She's going to be ushered to both. The point is, she's ushered to both the original husband, when he, once, he, once he returns. Now, that original husband goes ahead and passes away. He dies. So now, <coughs> So we see that the, uh, the Bia, or Chalitza, from the original husband, will pass to the Tzara. Okay? So this is going to be a Kasha. What do you mean? We see that we're going to treat her like a Nivala Tachas Bala. So we see that the Tzara does fall to Yibam. It says... So there is a Yibam over here. So what are you talking about? So I was talking about a Saita Daraisa, as listed in the Pasuk, where it said Toma. And you're bringing me a case from this woman. So in, in fact, what was the Havamina to even ask this as a Kasha? We're talking about a Gzeri here that says that she's still going to be also to her husband. How can you bring me a raya from a case of Saita, which is a, where the Pasuk says, Tumah, Daraisa. So, so the Gemara says, called the token, the ha, what's the Havamina? Kosovar called the token, Rabbanon ke'en Daraisa token. There was a Havamina that, however, whatever the Rabbanon were masakin, it's like a Daraisa. And therefore, and therefore, just like Tzaras Saita, this was the Kasha, this is the crux of it, right? Because they have to really, you have to play this through. Therefore, just like the Tzaras Saita Midaraisa is Totally potter, totally potter. So too, in a Durabanan case, we shouldn't allow the tsara to do yibum. And we should say only chalitza. And what did it say? It said, So therefore, we see that we allow a real yibum if we wanted to, if we wanted to show that we were serious and treated Kandar right, so we would at least have said no yibum there. Yeah, you need, I mean, it's only case of Of course, you're going to need Chalitza. But if Rabbanu were really enforcing it, they would have said only Chalitza over there. Now, Masav Ravashi. So we're going to ask Akasha. Again, we're c- coming to discuss this idea that Sara Saita, that Sara Saita is Poiteres Sarasa. Masav's Asura, right? Masav Ravashi. Nechnasa ima lasasa, vishasa ima kidei toma, Asura lebeisav, Asura lechal betruma. So this is talking about Nichnasa Imay Lasaser is a woman, she goes, she she uh, secludes herself with another man, long enough where we can suspect that there was infidelity. So now this is what we call a 
just want to be clear on our terms here. This is a suffix saita. This is a suffix saita. Yet we say asura la base of asura lechel betruma vemeis chaletzes v'loy misyabemes. So that is a case of suffix saita. Now it's important to understand there are dinim of suffix saita, and Tosis points this out here, and I'll point it out again. And this is again widely discussed in. Uh, both here and in Saita, that we're saying that there are certain things, that there are certain isurim, and Tysus makes a point to say that this is, isurim of suffix Saita is not suffix Isser. There's a separate din that the Torah went ahead and said that when there is a suffix Saita, there are certain things that she's Asur in. She's Asura Lebesa, Asura Lechabachuma, Vimeis Chaletzes Veloi Misyabemes. So what do we see here? We just said in Meis, Chaletzes Veloi Misyabemes. So we see that there isn't a fila to... Yiva. Okay? Chaletzes, because it's a suffix, bad situation, but we see that, that you can't consider a tsarasaita, you can't consider a tsarasaita as, as, as totally potter. You can't, you, it can't be full on Arias over here because we're saying, So Rav answers again, You're asking me a kasha from Saita Suffolk again? Before it was Din Rabbanon, it was also some sort of, right? It was, it was a Din Rabbanon. Over here, this is suffix. This is suffix Saita, not full on Saita. Rav said his Din, when you have a full on Saita that says, Tuma, when it's, we have a full on Saita that says, Tuma, then we're going to pat it to And you're asking me a kasha from a suffix Saita? So the Gemara says, Umay shna Saita vadai. Why by Saita Vada did we patter the Tzara? We said there's no Nifilid even at all. Mishim Siv Ba Toma. Because it says Toma, guess what? Saita Suffolk, Nami Toma Ksiv Ba. Then when it comes to a Saita Suffolk, it also says Toma. Why? Where do we see that by a Suffolk Saita that says Toma? The Tanya, Rezimin Kiper Aimer, Rezimin Kiper says Mishim Rabbi Elazar. Hamachsir Grushasai min on a suin. So if someone is Machsir Grushasai, so the woman goes ahead, he's Megarish, okay, guy's Megarish's wife. And she goes ahead and marries someone else. Now, if the second marriage is what we call an Isser Machser Grushasai, if the says Rabbi Keeper, if the second marriage was a full marriage, meaning it was Nisuin, then Asura. Mina Erisin, if there was only Kedushin done, there was never Nisuin, meaning she never had a full marriage to the second guy, then he says that um, Muteres. Then it's Mutter for the original husband to be Machser the Grusha. Why? Because the Pasuk says, hutama'a. So Rebbeisim B'Kippur looks at the Pasuk and it says, by Machsar Grushasar, it says, hutama'a. What is that hutama'a? It's coming to tell me that the Isra of Machsar Grushasar only applies when, when her remarriage was a hutama'a, was a full Nesuin, full-blown remarriage, not just an Arison. Okay, that's how he learns that Pasuk. However, the Chachamim learned the Pasuk to tell me, no, we're not talking about Machsar Grushasar over here. We're going to borrow this Toma, and you know what it's going to tell us? Something about Saita. No, really, when we talk about Master Grushasai, even the Hutama is, nothing, nothing to te- is, is not coming to tell us anything about Master Grushasai. Master Grushasai is going to be an Isser, whether the second marriage was Nisuin or Arisen, it doesn't matter. Okay? Elamani, Mekai Hutama, Laraba is Saita Shinistra. So we see Saita Shinistra. So again, we. According to the Rabbana, and the way we're understanding the Rabbana right now, we're going to change this, but the way we're understanding the Rabbana right now is that we have an extra hutama'a over here by Matzor Grushasai. The Rabbana are going to learn that hutama'a to tell me that suffix saita is also, suffix saita is also together. So now we have a good kasha. You said that when it comes to saita, because it says hutama'a, it's going to pater tsarasa entirely. 
doesn't nullify the Yibam, yet we see by suffix that there is a Nefilah, and according to the Rabbanon, suffix that there also is the Geder Hutamah, because we have an extra Hutamah by Machsar Gushasai. So the Gemara says, no. Umay Nistra, L'Rabba Shaitesh Nistra, my Nistra, that is Nivala. It's not suffix Saita in the Rabbanon. It's Nivala. I. Okay, for one second. We have to deal with, okay, well, what do you mean? I already have Hutama by, by uh, I already have it by Saita. So why would I need a second possible according to Rabbanon? We'll get to that in a second. But first, am I Karele Nistra? Lishnama Al Yanaka. Okay, where do we make our mistake? We thought that this, that this, um, when the Rabbanon said, L'Rabba Shaitesh Nistra, Meant suffix Saita. No, it means full on Saita. I. Why did we say Nistara? Because we were using a Lishna Ma'ayu. We wanted to say a nice Lush, and we don't want to say that she went ahead and uh, had a full on extra marrow. We're saying Nistara, it's just a, a more pleasant way. It's a nicer, more Tsunua way to say what happened. But it really means Saita Valda. It doesn't mean suffix. So the Gemara says, one second. Nibala Tuma Behedyuk Sibba. We already have a Pasuk of, of Tuma. We already have a Pasuk of. By Saita, we already have a Pasuk of Tuma, right? So, why would I need the second Pasuk, right? That's the Kasha over here. I'm trying to find the Pasuk. It escapes me for the moment. We have, we already said Tuma by. So, we know that a full on Saita. So, why would the Rabbanon, what is the purpose of this Pasuk over here? So the Gemara answers, it says, V'nistara v'hi nitma. Right, v'enein bav v'hi Okay, right there, searching for the Pasuk. The Gemara says the Pasuk, yeah. Post Purim. Okay, v'nistara v'hi nitma. So I already have a Pasuk to tell me that we, there's Tuma by a regular Saita. So why would it, the Rabbanon need another Pasuk? The Gemara says, l'mekim Allah belav. To put an Isr lav, meaning what's the Isr lav now? That the Isr to her husband, before it was v'nistara v'hi nitma, it was only an Isr aseh. The husband is, a, is an Isra say, meaning there would be no Malchus. But now, says the Rabbanon, I'm going to take the Hutama by Machsuk Rishasai. It's not going to teach me anything about Machsuk Rishasai. I'm going to bring it to Saita to be make him that if the husband is Bael, his wife, who is a full Saita Vadai, that he's going to get Malchus to have a lot. Now, Reisi Ben Keeper. Remember, Reisi Ben Keeper learned this Hutama'a to tell me something about Machsuk Rishasai. Nothing to do with Saita. It's in the Indian of the Pasuk where it's listed. So So he holds there is no lav when it comes to Saita at all. Okay, there wouldn't be Malchus. Zenai, Vafilu Zenai, Nami. Okay, and even if the husband went ahead, even if the woman was a full Saita Vadai and the husband was by all her later, even though it's Be'isr, it's only an Isra say, according to him. Again, he doesn't have this extra Pasuk to learn it as an Isra Lav. So, now the Gemara just wants to know my Taima. We're just trying to understand, we're going into the understanding of the Machlekes over here. We have a Pasuk by Tuma. Rabbi Yesi learns this Pasuk to tell me that, what is the word Tuma coming to tell me? That it's only, that only Machser Grishasai from Nesuin is going to be an Isra Machser Grishasai, not Machser Grishasai from Erison, meaning the second marriage was an Erison, it's not going to be a problem. The Rabbana learns to tell me Saita. So we want to know in Rabbi why didn't we learn it to tell me an Isra Lab by Saita? Why not? Why did you choose it? So the Gemara says, because Havaya ve'ishas k'sivba. In the Pasuk of Master Grushasai, it says, if you look at the Pasuk, it says, Loisiyeh, uh, Loisiyeh, um, and, okay, in, this, in the Pasuk of Master Grushasai, the Pasuk says, in Kiseitse, okay, the Pasuk says, one second, 
Okay, so that's that's this Pasuk of Master Gushad. But what do we see? The entire Parsha is littered with Havayas. We're talking about marriages over here. We're not talking, the Hutama is not talking about Saita. And therefore, it says, it needs to tell me something. The Hutama is a reflection of its surroundings. We're talking about Havaya. And therefore, the Hutama over here is talking about Hutama of Havaya. And therefore, I'm learning the Pasuk not to tell me something about Saita. That wouldn't make any sense. The Hutama has to be telling me something about Master Gushad. Okay. Now, So, Let's say someone is machzir grushasai, mishenisis, umeis. So now we're going to move on, but we're very much going to stay within the sheet that we're going to, we're going to ask this kasha kointer bishmei kipper and the rabbanon. But now we're talking about the din. So first we we spoke about and it's, we're settled that sarasaita. Says Hutama'a, according to Rav. Rav says, Tumak Sibba Karayas, Pater Zitzara. Okay, the town of our mission didn't hold of it, but that's what Rav is saying. Pater Zitzara. Now, comes along the next case. Hamachsir Grushasai, Mishenesis, Umes. So now she is, so that was an Isra Lav, Machsir Grushasai. Could be, according to a basic bad kipper, it's an Isra Hutama'a, right? And that's why it's going to play here. We just said Sarasaita. Why does Sarasaita Petura totally putter? Because it says Hutama. Well, we have a Hutama, at least according to one Mandamar, that's certainly going to be learned in the Pasuk. So now we're going to ask, What happens to her Tzara? Okay, now, Tysus points out that he gufa loimi bayale. We're not asking about the Machsugushasa herself. Okay, because according to Rabbi Yesi Bar Keeper, it's Vadagani putter from because it says Hutama. By this and okay, according to the Rabbanon, it's Pashat that even though the Hutama wouldn't apply to Maksugrushasa because he uses it to tell me laugh by Saita, but at least she couldn't do Yibam, right? Because it's a Chaybe Lav, so there's not going to be any Yibam, so there would be a Chalitza over here, okay? So now the question is, what about her Tzara? So of course, according to our basic bar kipper, it's hutama matzur grushasa gets a tuma tuma ksiva karayas. Given the number of basic bar kipper tuma matzur grushasa who deksiva tarasa kamaisa. So it must be since we call it tuma, meaning that we're going to treat matzur grushasa. According to basic bar kipper, tuma is coming coming to tell me about matzur grushasa. It says tuma. Since it says tuma, we're going to treat it like arayas. Now, by the way, one second. The imishim the kasiva to eva he. So maybe you would think it says Toyeva he that that would be an exclusion. Toyeva he only her not the tsara. So maybe it doesn't pater the tsara. No, he baneha toyeva. That's coming to say that even though we called it tuma, we didn't treat it like Arias, still a child that was born out of this marriage, even though it says tuma, would only be would only be a chayvelav. It wouldn't be a toyeva for the children purposes. Okay, we're talking about for tuma. For Arias, only for Yibam purposes. That's what we're saying. Now, Kiti Bayalach, so again, according to Yabesi Bar Kippur, who learns Tuma by Master Grushasa, it says Tuma, real Tuma, so we're going to treat it like Arias. Kiti Bayalach, Abid Rabbanon. Afagab Dhamma Rabbanon Tuma Besaita, who dechsib, that when it said Tuma by Master Grushasa, it wasn't teaching me Master Grushasa, it was teaching me about Saita. 
So now, will I still say, it says, I use the lima to tell me something else, but that's where it's written. And therefore, since I use the Pasuk or something else, I use the Pasuk or something else. So again, the Shaila is according to the Rabbanon, who learned the Tuma Master Grushasai to Saita, will we still say, it's written in the Parsha of Master Grushasai, and therefore, will also blibe, will blibe Tuma for the Tzara as well. Now, or we could say, according to the Rabbana, it's not a Shiloh. Since it's Aker Yaker, since we already used the Tumah to tell me Soita, okay, therefore, can't use it to tell me this concept of Tumah by Machshu Grushasai. Okay, according to Maybe it says, he. Okay, it says Tayeva he. Only, only the Machsar Grishasa, the woman herself would be a Tayeva, and we're actually going to be Mamayate, the Tsara. So, yes, it says Tuma, but it's Tayeva he. Only the woman herself, the Tsara, is not going to be in this gather of Tayeva. And we're specifically going to say that even though Tuma would tell me it plays like Arias, it doesn't fully play like Arias to Pater, the Tsara, because it's Tayeva he. Vain Tsarasa Tayeva. Oi, Dilma, he Tayeva vain. But now Tayeva, that's what it's coming to tell me, but Hatsarasa Tayeva. Okay, so we have this Shiloh over here. There's two ways to try to understand the Shiloh. Either it's a Shiloh in the Rabbanon. Would we still say that there's a gather of, of um, Pater, the Tzara? Or, um, or the second Lashon is even in, even in, um, then in the Rabbanon, it's not a Shiloh, but in Rishi Kippur. But either way, in one of the Shitas, however you learn these two Lashonas, either in the first Lashon, it's a Shiloh in the Rabbanon. Do we say Pater, the Tzara, or Rishi Kippur for short? Or... In the second, uh, in the second lashon, it's only a Shiloh in the race of Kippur. Does a path of the tzara or not? And that's what we want to know. Will the tzaras machzer grushasai be potter? So now, Amrle Tanisua, we have a brayse that says hoisa achas kasher of achas psul. It's a generic. If you're in a yibum situation and one woman is kosher and one woman is possible, Now we don't know what this case is talking about. It's a very generic case. That if you're going to do chalitza, do chalitza to the woman who is apostle. And if you're going to do yibam, do it to the kosher. My ksher and my psula. What ksher and psula are we talking about? So if we're talking about the standard kosher and apostle would be to kahuna. That's where these things would be most nageya. That would be the standard case of kosher and apostle. So let's, let's try that. That she's kosher to a kayin and psula. Psula alma means she's not. Ksher to kahuna. I don't understand. This guy is a regular Yisrael. So when I have it, I have two women. We're saying one is puzzled to a Kayin and one is kosher to a Kayin. I'm a Yisrael. Why should I do chalitza to the, to the puzzle to the Kayin specifically? What does it matter to me? Either woman is fine for me if we're talking about it's only puzzled for Fakuna. So, what does Kishera mean? Kishera lay. Sula psule. Ah, we must be talking about that's specific to me. So I have two women that are falling to me in Yibam. One is one is kosher, one's apostle. If I do chalitza, do chalitza to the apostle one. But if I do, I can do Yibam to the kosher one. What's this case? What are we talking about? It must be you mind me who grushasai. We must be talking about a case of machzor grushasai. So we see that there is a possibility of Yibam to the tsara. So what was your Shiloh? You were asking, is a Yim to the Tzara? We see, yeah, there definitely is Yim to the Tzara. 
So the says, Let's go back to what our original Havamina was. That we're talking about Kesher and Psula of these women is talking about to Okayin. Now, I'll tell you why. Because, you're right, that really, for this, from this guy's perspective, it makes no difference. I could do Chalitza to either woman, and I could do Yibam to either woman. Except that what we're saying is, you have to be sensitive. The Kanshan uh Dhamma of Yosef, Kanshana Rebbe, Lo Yishbach Adam may bayre machem tsuchinlachem. Okay, it's Baltashkas. Don't pour out water when other needs it, when others need it, even though you don't need it. Meaning that if you have two women over here, you could do if you're gonna do chalitza, you could do chalitza to either one theoretically, but the problem is that if you do chalitza to the kosher woman, the kosher kahuna, she's not gonna come possible to kahuna. So just because it makes no difference to you, it could affect Yenim, and therefore we're just telling you it's a midah. Okay, Baltashkas, however, this is a Makar for Baltashkas, but no, because she could potentially, you're now passing her on a, on a Kayin unnecessarily. Anyways, now, if you're doing Yibam, if you're doing Yibam, so then they learn that it's an Eitzah Toiva. Right? So in, in understanding this, you could really do Yibam, you, you, you could do Yibam to the, to the Miss Yabemis as well. Because what we're saying is, don't take one for the team, and and, and, and right, because here you have two women. Well, once maybe we should tell them to go ahead and do Yibam to the apostle to the Kahuna lady so that the Kasher Kahuna lady could still go marry Kayin. No, there you're going to marry whichever ever woman you want. But if you do the Chalitza anyway, you're not keeping the woman. It makes no difference to you. So therefore, go ahead. It's, it's, go ahead and, um, you know, go ahead and, and do Chalitza to the woman who's apostle to Kahuna anyway so that we, we don't add to uh, Paslekuna. Now, Tashima, let's try another Brysa. Machser Grushasai, Misha Nisses. Someone who's Machser Grushasai, again, Misha Nisses, he vitsaratsa chaletzes. So, on the surface, it says, Machser Grushasai, after she got remarried, okay, that's Machser Grusha, he vitsaratsa chaletzes. So the verse is one second. That doesn't make any sense. We're trying to prove from here that Chaletzes and, and, and not Mishabemes. So what does it say? It says, No, you only do Chalitza to one woman. You never have both. So So we see that either her or Tzara is Chaletzes, meaning that there's Chalitza over here and there's no Yibum. Okay, so we have a Raya at least saying that we wanted to know Tzarasa Mahu what is the din of her tzara? So we see that at least, okay, you can't do yibum to the tzara. So the Gemara says, one second, you anyways messed with this brysa. The brysa was unreadable as it was recorded. And you said, so guess what? If you mess with the brysa anyways, No, maybe we can learn that and sarasa is saying that basically there is no concept of, it's just a regular, we're not going to treat, because we had a Shiloh over here, what do we treat the sara of the Master Grushasai as? Okay, we said it was a Shiloh, is there Yibam, is there an affiliate Yibam here or not? Because it says, is there an affiliate Yibam, at least according to the Rabbanon, one way of understanding it. So the answer is, but it's based on this brisa. We're going to say that we're going to say we have no raya because I can I can totally tell me that the brisa is he chaylatzes because lomaisa she's a chayvelav master kushasa and we'll see this far there here in a second and uh, tsarasa can do either one chaylatzes or mishevemis once we're messing with the brisa. Amar of chia bar abba. Now we're going to have two additional shilas that are play very much very similar to the shilah we just had and then we're just going to requote the brisa.
So we are also going overtime. Okay, Amar Rav Chia Bar Abba Rav Yechonon Bai Rav Yechonon asked the following Shaila: Hamachzik Kushasim Mishenisus Tzarasa Mahu. Okay, so again, we want to know: Can her Tzara do Yibam? Amar Le Rav Ami Vitibay Lachi Gufa. So why don't we ask about the? Okay, we want to know about Yibam. That's what that's what we're asking over here. It, can the Tzara do Yibam? So what about the woman herself, the Master Gushasa herself? So the Gemara says, I'm not going to ask that. That is for sure she's going to be because the regular husband who in regards to Arias, Eishas Ach, all that, was considered a Muterla, and yet she is Usr, this is Isra Master Gushasa, she's Usr to her original husband. So in a Yibam situation where we're talking about Eishas Ach, so then, of course, she's going to be asubasu like kol shikain ki tsarasa. We're going to ask only about the tsara. My mi olin kavachaymer lemidchi tsara olay. So that's essentially another way of asking the shadow. We're just asking is that if she is usher to do yibam, the woman herself, the master grushasai, based on the kavachaymer, will we say that the kavachaymer is strong enough to also asher her tsara? Reb Nachum Bar Yisak Masni Hachi. He asked of Shiloh, Hachi Amar Rav Chia Bar Abba, Bar Rav Yechanan, Hamachzir Grushasoi Misha Nisis Mahu, Amar Rav Ami Vitubayilach Tzarasa. So, and this version of the Shiloh of Rav Yechanan is Hamachzir Grushasoi Mahu, Misha Nisis Mahu. Right? In other words, does the woman herself fall to even? To which Rav Ami says, ask about the Tzara. So this is Tzarasa Lai Kami Bayilach Tzarasa and Kavachar Lamid Chitzara. So we're taking it in this second version of. The, I guess the third time we're asking the Shiloh, but the second version, we're saying, Tzarasa, it's going to be Pashit, that it's not going to Pater. However, we want to know, uh, what about the woman herself? In other words, there's a Havamina to say that yes, she is an Iser Machsa Grushasai, but comes, if Yibam, think about it this way, if Yibam, when the field of Yibam is able to wipe away the Iser Eshazach, it for sure should deal with the problem of Master Grushasa. So maybe she should talk a fault to Yibam. That's the, that's the Havamin over here. So Amr Le Tanisua, it says, Now we're just going to bring these two, these two rices exactly as we recorded them before. Amr Le, and we'll just read through it very quickly. It's the exact same Shaka Levitaria. Um, but we will see one, one, we will answer at least one Nakuda. Like we said. Again, there's two women. One is kosher, one is one is pasul. We want to know what a generic. What is this kosher? What's this pasul? Mike share my psula. Ilay mikshere share la ama psula psula ama. We're talking about to kuhuna. Kimel didei who my nafkalemine. It makes no difference. Again, to him, he's a yisrael. Makes no difference. So el alav must be talking about kshere kshere lay psula psula my new machshur grushal. So if you got tani my miyabim miyabim lekshere. So we see that there is yibum over here. Do yibum to the kshere. So we see that there is yibum. So the gemara says. Like, share la alma, psula alma. No, it's not talking about a case of Master Grishasa at all. We're talking about a case of Psula Kahuna, Utaka Ahmed, Kibinali Day, Chazia, since they're both right, both these women are right to him. My nafkale mine, Mishun Rebbe Yasef, the Rebbe Yasef, like we said, Kanchan Rebbe, Ishbacha the Mebare, Nachem Tsuich and Lahem. Fine. Now the second raya. Toshma, Hamaxer Grushasa, Mishanisis. We said that someone is Maxer Grushasa when she's, when she's married. Hivitsarasa Chalatsis. Again, the Gemara says, well, this is a is a faulty Brysa. Hivitsarasa Salchadaitach. What are you talking about? No way. You don't need two. You only need chaitza from one woman. And the Gemara says, like we said, okay, so we're trying to bring a rye over here that the does chalitza. There is no yibam at all. What was your shayla? We wanted to know 
In the first Shiloh, right, the, now in our modified way of asking it, the first Shiloh was, can the Tzara do Yibam? And the second Shiloh was, can the woman herself do Yibam? So we see, no. We see, So the Gemara says, You said it's a faulty b'risa. She does chalitza. But what do we see from this b'risa? In the best case scenario, this b'risa is saying, So we at least answered, we essentially asked the Shiloh three times. Two times was the exact same way. What's the status of the tzarasa? Tzarasa mahu. Can she do yibum, yes or no? Okay, and that we didn't answer because we don't know. It could be Tarasa. But in the third way, we asked the Shiloh, we asked it about the Master Grishasa herself. Can she do Yibam? That we see clearly, and the Marsha points out here, that we see clearly from the end of the Gemara, even though we just repeated the Brysos, since the second way we asked, this, in, in the second version of asking the Shilohs, we asked it about the uh, Master Grishasa herself, it says clearly that he chaletzes, Tarasa, I chaletzes, in a best case scenario. So we see that. Definitely, the Master Grishasai cannot, cannot, false to Ibam, cannot do Ibam. But the Sarah, but the Sarah, 